The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Tis I, Marty. Tis I, Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling, the special interview show. This is our first uh, interview show that we've ever uh, done. This is We have a, a live, a real-life wrestler in our apartment right now. And it's weird because you and I are sharing a microphone and the sexual tension is just through it the roof. It is through the roof. Uh, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, if you're brand new, rate, review, subscribe. This is like a, a bonus episode, so you, should, you shouldn't be starting with this one. You should be going to all of our past episodes. Uh, but with all that out of the way, we're going to try something a little different where we have an actual professional wrestler here. A real-life buddy. That's right. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank you for making exception to the format in your podcast by allowing <laughs> me to come into your apartment and talk to you uh, on your show. Listen, you, you said on other podcasts that uh, that wrestling needs to evolve and maybe our, our podcast needs to evolve as well. We're going we're gonna, to uh, change it up and do some new things. Here's my first question. What do you think of our apartment? I, I think it's lovely. <laughs> I wondered, uh, how much are they paying for this when I walked in? We'll, we'll talk about it afterwards. Okay, uh, we will not discuss money on the air. That's behind the Patreon paywall. You got yeah, you got to pay Patreon money to find out. Uh, our patrons, we they can ask us any question, and legally, we have to let them answer <laughs> it. Uh, okay, first question. What's the one question that you're absolutely sick of doing interviews? Nothing, man. I love hearing myself talk. So anything, yeah, I was any, thinking any, about that. Any, yeah, anything you want to ask. Sometimes when I do comedy, I'll go, I'll do morning radio, and you could tell they just like Googled you real quick yeah. or whatever, and they're and it's always like, how'd you get into comedy, or how did you? you you're not sick of answering the how did you get into wrestling question uh, or anything like that. No, I don't think it's that interesting at this point. But uh, no, I'll, I'll listen to myself talk all day. I have no problem with that. Do you ever go through an interview? And you're a little bummed that they didn't ask you certain questions where you kind of like – so when you did the, the interview with Brian Alvarez, which if anybody hasn't heard the story or whatever, he was tweeting about, about how Raw sucks or whatever. And he's like, I can't believe I have to watch the show. Brian was not Jimmy. Brian Alvarez, not Jimmy. And then you responded in a non-shitty way or anything because sometimes – uh, wrestlers are like you don't you don't get to say. Do you think somebody who hasn't I, wrestled can critique I, wrestling? I, I hate that, man. You, look, I learned a long time ago. You don't need to take one single bump to have a good idea or to know something about wrestling. I mean, guys, I learned a lot from in, in the business. Like you know, Gabe Sapolsky never was a wrestler. Never Gabe never bump. wrestled. Yeah, I know. Surprising. Backyard uh, to Gabe backyard wrestling. I don't, I don't know. I would love uh, to know. You know, we'll get him on the podcast. Uh, Vince McMahon. You know, he wasn't a wrestler. He didn't do anything until he was in his 50s you know he built an empire so don't don't tell me and, and look and the writers in, in the in the WWE, some of the smartest guys if i was running a wrestling company uh the guys i would want to run it write it book it uh are in the w writing room not not yeah. anybody i've met uh outside of there and that's what a lot of times you'll hear because I, I i know people who have worked there and stuff and they're always like no a lot of times we have great ideas and there's really cool stuff planned but uh at the end of the day it's vince that decides what is done and what isn't done or whatever um but yeah, you you went on uh, Wrestling Observer and they asked you some questions. It was like such a short interview. I was when he was like, it was an I have Jimmy hour, Jacobs I on, I but it, it just hour, yeah. yeah, but it was like it went by so quick. And that's they like a, that's a good thing if it went by so quick. 
Yeah, but I guess I, I just... more Jimmy Jacobs, so you invited him over to ask him more questions. That's right. I said, Alvarez, you, you missed the boat on some of these things. Yeah, well, I, I, to be honest, I was hoping for some like harder-hitting questions. Because well, you know, a lot of fans think think they have the answers or think they know. Oh, for they, sure. Or they wonder why why not this and why that. And you know, I was having, a, I think, a, a meaningful discussion, uh, as much as you can, on Twitter a few weeks ago about this uh, with fans. And I wasn't trying to demean anybody. wasn't trying to put down anybody. Uh, it's just like, hey, let's have this conversation. You want to know why it's not like this, or it could be like this, or should it be like this? Let's talk about it. You know, I I, I do have that uh, expertise, I guess. If yeah, and it's it's one of the things that that sort of coincided with. I'm I'm reading that uh, that Nitro book, and they were talking about how it's like there were people who worked for uh, Turner, and they were like it was just a weird business for them to wrap their brains around because people were like, okay, that'll be the plan. And then they're like, but I have to check with Hogan and Hall and Nash and Savage, and they're just like. But you're the boss. He's like, well, yeah, but you don't understand. Turner was the cable company? Yeah, TBS, Ted Turner's company. And and they were, you know, they had all these guys. I mean, like, so it's one thing if you're just like, okay, I got the action figures out. I decide that AJ Styles is going to lose and then this guy's going to, and nobody gets injured ever or anything like that. But in real life, I mean, you've got all these things that are in the way. Yeah, and, and you know, when you're playing with your action figures, you're not doing it for three hours, too. Sure. And, 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 well, I, some people might. Yeah. Marty was. I, I, think, I think people really discount that fact, that that a three-hour show, and it is a three-hour show. I had people say, uh, it's not really a three-hour show, it's two hours and, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. And uh, it is a three-hour show. It absolutely is a three-hour show because uh, there's commercials in there, and those commercials uh, have to be accounted for, unless you're watching on, on DVR, it has to be accounted for. So you're writing the show in a different way to try to keep people in their seats for three hours that's and a real the people thing. there aren't seeing the commercials and they need to be entertained at the times when the people at home have the commercials that, that's a whole nother factor to it it's the live event audience too man like there's there's so many factors so many moving parts uh people don't have an i'll think of appreciation or an understanding how, how, how could they have an understanding or appreciation for it if they don't uh if they haven't been there so here i am do you like the thing where they show the action in the corner while they play the commercials picture in picture uh you know are they still doing that yeah, every I, once in a while i know i know they had tried that on smackdown I think just SmackDown. Uh, yeah, I don't think Raw does it too I, I, I much. I don't think. I think the hope was it would uh, it would bring the, the the ratings for the commercials up more, and I don't think it had that effect. Do you miss how uh, in WCW they had ads on the apron, uh, like Slim Jim hey, man, and you, stuff? Yo, you got to make your money. Somehow. I like it, man. You got to make your money somehow. To right? me, it feels more like sports. You know what I mean? Sure. You know what I like is. Uh, the KFC where they did the in-ring like <laughs> wrestling. I'm like, you know what? More commercials like that. I'm into it. That was that was a great segment too. We taped that over SmackDown. Really it was like Do- Dolph Ziggler as <laughs> yeah. the Colonel. Yeah, the Colonel and Miz, Miz as like the chicken, chicken right? or something. Yeah. Uh, so sort of jumping around a little bit. Then you were kind of. I was trying to think of non the specific everyday questions uh, that you get, and I'm sure people want to know. I mean, we did this on Cabana's podcast and at the the live art of wrestling where we, the Vince stories and all that stuff. But like. Let's say, because they're calling up all these wrestlers from NXT, which is awesome for them. Everybody on NXT wants to probably be in the main roster and make that money. Like, nobody's like, I'm cool in NXT. Maybe. Maybe? You think I so? I, I don't know. I mean, oh, okay. the, if, you, if you're a top guy in NXT, there, there is a, a decent amount of money to be made. You know, mm-hmm. uh, NXT changed, changed the, the landscape of the business in that uh, you can make a real living there. I mean, guys, the old, uh, you know, at OVW and, 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 and Deep South Wrestling and FCW, some of these guys are making 500 bucks a week or mm-hmm. 750 a week uh, next to nothing. Now these guys can make six figures and they can become stars there in their own. 
own right. I mean, you can go right from NXT right to WWE and get a huge reaction coming to the main roster. That is, that's never happened before. You couldn't mm-hmm. come from OVW, show up on Raw, and the place loses its mind. Oh, yeah. You know? uh, so so, so there, there is something to be said. And hey, man, if you don't want to work for Vince, you stay in NXT. Yeah. Then, man, you can work for Hunter as long so, as you want. So my question is this. So they're bringing somebody up from NXT. Like, like – um Heavy machinery, for example. How much does Vince know about heavy machinery at uh, this point? Uh, minimal. Okay. Minimal. Do so they give him like a folder and like, hey, her, her watch yeah, yeah. this match? Right. They'll, they'll probably have some sort of pictures of them. Have you uh, ever had to pitch somebody coming up to Vince? Like, boy, we've got this guy coming up. Uh, you know, his name's Sami Zayn. He's going to be great. Here's what you should know about him. Or have you ever had to sort of prime him for somebody coming up? Uh, I, not, not to my recollection. I, um, is that more like a Triple H type of thing? Like, uh, uh, certainly. I mean, th- there's a lot of meetings I wasn't yeah. ready to. Yeah. So, so. Is there any like okay they're coming up from NXT do what you would you know do whatever you want with them or is there any like hey this guy's coming up from NXT we can't fuck this guy up Vince you might see him and go I don't get it but trust me you will get it uh, I mean there's a lot of guys that Vince doesn't get but uh, is there ever like a this is like oh, the one guy you can't not that, one guy that, but that, I mean like please don't ruin that, our best boy right, that, well that that's you know whose boys are are Triple H's boys so right. Triple H will have that conversation with Vince Vince you might not get this guy he might not you know fit fit your mold but trust me this guy's good and you know maybe that'll hold some weight and there's guys that that Vince will will I don't want to say reserve judgment on but he's I mean the, the guys that Vince has put on the main roster I mean the last few years I mean it, it, it's it's crazy to think about it's crazy to think about a guy like 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 Fergal like. Uh, Sure. Uh, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Um, you know, who, who years ago, I mean, what is he? He's 170 pounds, mm-hmm. 180 pounds, maybe. Uh, and to have him be a top guy in the WWE because of the developmental system, uh, it, it's insane. In your experience, do you think that Vince and Hunter have like a pretty good and healthy communication no. style? Or is it like crazy, like, I, I get this and you get this and I get this? Like, what's it? Uh, so, so God bless Vince. Uh, he he lets Hunter do what he will with NXT, and that that's been awesome. It's been Hunter's baby, and and, and what Vince is to Raw and SmackDown, Hunter is to NXT. Uh, but they certainly have uh, vastly uh, different ideologies when it comes to professional wrestling. You can tell by the product. You know, Vince uh, Vince is always air on the side of entertainment. That's that's why you know guys like you know the New Day or you know the, these things are very prevalent uh, on, on Raw and SmackDown. Uh, Dance breaks. Uh, Sure, dance breaks. Oh, God. Vince, Vince loves dancing. Oh, man, does he love dancing. Do you have somebody just like, he's going to love this? Right. You know, just, yeah. I, mean, this, this, I love it. This yeah. guy can dance. Uh, Vince loves that. Uh, and, and, and Hunter's always more uh, air on the side of the reality. You know, he presents his show more like, you know, like HBO boxing, as we used to uh, say about him. Uh, and everybody's an ass kicker and uh, that, that, that's Hunter's thing. And I think, I think the, you know, I, I appreciate Hunter's commitment to, to his vision and Vince's uh, commitment to his. What, do you, what is it like when Vince kind of comes around to somebody? Can you start to see kind of like, does he get like, oh, 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 or something like that when you're just kind of like, oh, shit, now he's like, you know, like an AJ Styles or something. You're like, at first, was he like, huh? And then you're like, whoa, wait a second. Right. I, I think mean, I like this guy. So so he did come around in AJ. There, there, there's a guy that, because mostly uh, if Vince is skeptical, skeptical about somebody, uh, he can sort of come around to him, but there's always that thing in the back of his head like, God, he's, he's 180 pounds though. Yeah. You know, that, that, that'll always be there. Um, but uh, yeah, he really, he really came along to, uh, around to AJ pretty quickly too. And AJ's really, uh, he's really delightful. What is, what, what does it take for, like an AJ Styles to turn Vince around. Is it all in ring? Is it backstage stuff? Is it how he carries himself? I'm not exactly sure. Like why Vince got 
so on board with AJ. It, it's still mm-hmm. kind of a mystery. I mean, AJ is very good, but there's a lot of guys that are very good that Vince is like, God, he's a wrestler. Who cares? And yeah. that is Vince's mentality. Like, who? Ca- yeah, guy's a great wrestler. Who cares? You know, what, what is he going to do on my TV show? What's his character? And part of uh, AJ Styles was Vince didn't get AJ at first, and he had to frame him in the way that so Vince would understand him. You know, uh, oh, that pit bull stuff. Right, yeah. the pit bull. Right. I, <laughs> I, I was sort of AJ's, you know, writer at, at, at the time, sort of in charge of him. And Vince is like, God, what's his character? And I'd given a few ideas, and I'd said, you know, what if he's he's kind of like this this wandering fighter, you know, make make uh, to. Uh, to, to to mirror what's happened in, in in his life, you know, he's mm-hmm. gone around the world, he's he's fog, but it kind of framed almost like Wolverine, you mm-hmm. know, he's go, he's gone around like these places, underground places, sort of fighting for a living, and he's like, ah, it's not a it's not a character, that's a characteristic, yeah, I want a character like like a ballerina or or a lumberjack, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, or oh, no. the, the the zombie princess, that's a character, uh, which still my, stuck in that mode of like, which is what pet Vince do we goes. put with yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, but Vince needed to understand him, and once Vince said, hey, he's a pit bull, he's the run to the litter, Vince got that and once Vince framed him in the way he understood him it helped uh, helped him out a lot and and AJ did deliver and AJ was always um he always did uh, what was asked of him too because at first especially at first it's all about can I trust you you know like hey if you, if you think this line sucks that's fine but today it's not about whether it sucks or not dude it's about just go out there and say the line so Vince can trust you to say one line so next yeah. time he can give you two lines and then three and then pretty soon you're going in there and you're cutting seg one promos on Smackdown which is what happened so obviously you know, especially if you know somebody or you kind of like somebody right away, you'll kind of help them out or whatever. What, like, let's say tomorrow uh, I'm getting called up to the main roster. I'm one of those NXT guys and I call you and I say, Jimmy, give me something like help, help me out here. What do I, what do I, I mean, I know it's a long conversation, but like sort of what can I not look forward to, but like, what should I be aware of when I go to raw on Monday? Um, I would say have a million ideas, but don't get married to any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause, cause they're going to ask you to do what they're going to ask you to do. Uh, the other advice I gave all my friends when they came up there is like, hey, man, hang out in the writer's room, dude. Like, come to the writer's room. These guys are all smart. Uh, you, know, you know who spends their whole day in the writer's room? John Cena. You know who spends their whole day in the writer's room? Chris Jericho. The guys that know where the money is, uh, which is in the – Well, why the, doesn't everybody just isn't, hang Right. Out. That, and that's what I say. I mean – uh, they, they, are you allowed in the right if I'm brand yeah. new I'm allowed in the come, writer's come room on in. but I, I think mean, part of it is like you've seen the guys that'll show up at AEW different promotions and there's some guys that are just like no I'm, I'm a loner like I do this and I think sometimes people just hang on to that thing of like I made it here myself I don't need friends like well, but I, that doesn't necessarily help. I, I think there, there's there's a division, of course, between between the writers because the writers are office and and, and and the wrestlers. Now, I was I don't want to say I was a conduit between the two. Conduit is that how you use that right? Sure, uh, a walker between uh, worlds. between the two. But but I, I did you know have have at least a, a toe is hey I was I was I was talented at one point in my life and I know a lot of these guys. Uh, so I, I I welcomed them all in. Now the writers want all those wrestlers in the room. I don't know, but the, <laughs> but they're all smart guys. And if if you want the help, help will get be given to you. Were you allowed to sort of commiserate with the wrestlers? Because I remember going to the WrestleMania after party years ago, and all the writers were downstairs, like we're not allowed to go. Um, so it, it, it was discouraged uh, from 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 some people. For me, that I was you know close friends with Kevin. You know, there was people that uh, up high that didn't want me to work with Kevin when I got there because it was when, a conflict of interest, like, right? Because I'm, I'm his boy and and and, and whatever. Uh, but it turned out to be a good thing. It turned out to be a great thing that I was friends with these guys. And you know, uh, I a lot of times. Uh, I think the wrestlers are skeptical of what the writers can give them. And so if it's coming from me and if I can say in an honest way, man, hey, man, I, I think this is good. I think a lot of times that's, that, that was more uh, more palatable. So you uh, get sort of guys. paired up like it's a project in school almost? Yeah. I mean there was there was guys that I generally worked with. You know, AJ when he first came in. Like the social outcasts were like my first project, right? Uh, it was them and, you know, and then AJ and then, you know, 
Kevin, and then when Kevin and I sort of got in role, then with when Chris came in, Chris worked with somebody else for a little bit, but then Chris ended up uh, liking me, and then it was me, Chris, and Kevin for for basically that whole run. Not to say I didn't do other things, but uh, yeah, the, like once once you kind of have a guy's voice too, it helps. You have a rapport with him, it helps. So I can call Kevin, I can be like, hey man, this is where they're thinking. Do you have any ideas? Or I can call Chris, and uh, same thing. And when you're friends with somebody that's when you can really set them up to look good. Cause I know I've had friends that I've been writing with and reading their stuff for years and it's like not even a problem to give them notes because I know their voice. I know what they're good at. So it's like, I think those friendships should be encouraged backstage. I, I, I thought, I thought it was, it was beneficial. I think some of the worry is that, Hey, am I going to tell him information he's not supposed to know? Or, Hey, am I going to try to, you know, uh, politic for him in a way that might not uh, be sort of fair otherwise. Right. When you, when you were there, uh, was there anything that ever you were just like, this would be the biggest thing ever. And they just either didn't capitalize on it or it was just like, nah, that would never work here. No, I, I, <laughs> What could be the biggest that's thing? That's what ever, I'm wondering. That, exactly. Do you think there that, is? That's what I'm wondering too. You, what could be the biggest thing? Do ever? you think, because I mean, essentially, uh, and this was one of the things that Alvarez talked about, Raw is pretty much the same program. It was, I mean, do you think that Raw is pretty much the same program as it's been in the 20 years? I mean, more or less. You yeah. Know? yeah. Do you think that there's any way that it could change or is it so set in stone or just wrestling is so set in stone it's got to come out you know because like your choices are you start with guys talking in the ring or you start with a match and then someone talks in the ring like it's have they pretty much set so what are the other options that's what i'm saying i'm asking you well i don't know i always think there should be little game shows i think renee should get to have her own talk show whenever she feels like it all throughout raw i I want uh spelling tournaments like i'm all about mini games so 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 great you know so 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 uh so seg one uh either either a big match or yeah. or, or, or or big promo now yeah. the promos always did better ratings always mm-hmm. so that's why you start with the promo yeah and, and, it, and it's it sets up everything for the night now okay we can do some game shows right okay let, let, let's let's do a game show which which i love it love it great idea what sort of game show are we doing Okay, so I don't want to put you on the spot, but like this, this here's my game show idea. Yep. It's like okay, we're gonna have all these women who want to be in the Royal Rumble have a little game show about why they should do it, and it's like you know Renee's hosting and doing a good job, and it's silly Billy questions, and then Becky comes in and just fucking tears the whole thing down, but also is really good at answering the questions, but also like wraps it up, and it's like well, that's the best person <laughs> in the room. Yeah, and and so so that sort of thing that like of course it, it, it sounds cool, right? It does sound cool, and and you, have, you even have some beats in there. And but but I haven't gotten to the specifics of like which girls are we gonna have? Right. What jokes are we gonna do? Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and okay, so so Becky comes out and 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 takes down the whole set. Other girls are gonna stand there with their dicks in their hands. Like, all right, well maybe you don't want all the girls to just like sit there completely like sterile. Like, yeah. Maybe, but maybe you do. You but, gotta but, pull but, a but, wall down so the girls run away, and then it's just so, Becky. So every girl and scared. Of Becky. Scared backstage lady, you know, but which 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 is fine, and it's fine yeah. if every girl's scared of Becky, or if every girl's just standing there, or a couple of girls try to fight Becky, and Becky fights them off. That's fine, but just understand that respect the other girls you, and not just make it about but, the one. Uh, you, you, if, hey, you can choose to make it about the one if you want. That's mm-hmm. fine, but everything has consequences, right? Every, every every piece plays a part, so you can say like, all right, well, Becky's our top girl, so like, sorry, other girls, fuck like, you, but that's okay, right? That's okay because because at the end of the day, you do have to build really one top star Becky's top star Becky's top star cool uh, but then okay now this girl's gonna look like, like kind of like a job and this kind of, which is fine for this week but like what'd you do last week well you know if, uh, and Nat- Natty took a loss last week too look kind of shitty and this girl kind of took a loss oh, man we're really really making 60, these guys 40 booking yeah is 
that we like to call it sixty forty booking instead of fifty fifty booking. <laughs> well, I, uh, and that's you know that's a thing where it's just. I have another idea. What? Each week, talk show corner, and it's like, all right, we're gonna give you a talk show this week. It's Naomi. This week it's Carmella. And and, and, and they're hosting the talk show. And they're hosting okay. the talk show. And they get to kind of like make it whatever they want. And then, you know, at a certain point you go, wow, Carmella's really good at this. Carmella's Corner is actually Carmella's pretty Corner's good. Where it's taken off. Like we tried out everybody. And, 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 and there's something to that, right? There's something to maybe like cycling like in a, in a Piper's Pit type segment. Now you're going to find out and you're going to discover if it, once you're a writer there and once you're a writer <laughs> there, uh, you're going to discover and this is no slight on anybody that not everybody's uh, uh, talents lie in, 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 in holding a microphone yeah. and being captivating. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or even be, being able to deliver lines even when given lines you know, like let forget forget somebody like creating their own stuff this idea that wrestlers are all these like oh just let the guys talk themselves um there's Some a couple of them there's a couple guys there like dean ambrose i'm sure would probably most days i don't say prefer not getting a script but it's, it's possible i don't mm-hmm. want to speak for everybody but most people's uh forte was not like hey kid here's a microphone go talk them into the building they're just not how is that when sometimes somebody gets a chance and they just kind of fall on their face and you're like oh no it's it's heartbreaking because you want to see like all right this guy's got a chance this guy and if you like someone you want to see them be talented at the things that you're talented at that you like to do but but not everybody is and that's why you have writers there and that's why i'm there like when i first got there i thought it was super condescending the way the writers talked to some of the talent i was like what do you like i felt bad giving guys scripts I, i felt bad as if like oh you know i'm sorry you have to say this i started to realize real early on like not only like was it good i was giving them scripts most people at least want to have something to build off of. I'm not saying they want to say exactly what's on the paper, but something at least to build off of. Like, oh, okay, sure. this is good, this is good, don't like this. Because it's easier to, easier to be an editor than a, than a creator, right? And I saw, like, hey, man, you got to produce talent. Like, and, and talent that's smart wants to be produced. Well, I just, and again, in that Nitro book, uh, they had a quote from Bret Hart, and he was talking about a lot of times on Nitro, they were like, just go out for. 10 minutes and talk about Ric Flair and he goes well what am I saying they go whatever you want we'll, we'll book around whatever you say and he's like you gotta give me something you, you gotta like it, I can't it, not I can't go out there and just hey how about this Ric Flair guy huh you know uh, you know if guys you know, I, I'm gonna say this, I feel like I'm name dropping when I say like you know Jericho and, and, and John Cena but those are two very successful guys and those are two guys that hey yeah they want to be produced man they, like I would go over stuff with Chris and Chris would give me the promo and I would say hey man hit, hit it like this and Chris would do it and it, you know and because and, and, he was smart because pe- people people that are successful I think people that are successful uh, at least are open to hearing what's around them. They can shut it down, but they're at least open they're to like it. Like good collaborators. Yes. Because what I've heard is when people have come backstage, there's always stories about different people. And seen as somebody that always even makes like the small people feel like sort of welcome or like John's amazing. warm or something. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. it's like, why do you think he's doing so well? Because you can do that outside of wrestling. You can do it inside wrestling. And it's such a good trick is just kind of like figure out how to use people's talents. John, John Cena is one of my heroes. I mean, just such a, a, an amazing dude. Top guy there. If there's one guy there that could have treated everybody like garbage, it could have been John Cena, but it wasn't. He treated everybody. He always treated me. Uh, you know, I worked with him, you know, Pretty, Did he know who there. you were when you came I there? I mean, if I saw him on the street, I don't know if he'd be like, hey, Chris, or hey, Jimmy, or whatever. He might not. He'd be like, hey, kid, how many Red Bull you had today? Uh, he, he, yeah, I mean, I, I worked with him extensively. The whole last but I mean, he know, but he, he, I mean, he has a, his finger on the pulse a little bit of like indie wrestling a little bit. It seems uh, he, like he, he knows he didn't a little know bit. Who I was going in there. Oh, he didn't? No. Okay. No. Now, with Cena, you hear sometimes uh, people say that Vince doesn't want any 
giant superstars anymore because they'll just leave and break his heart. He wants he wants the company to be bigger than than all the superstars. He doesn't want like a breakout star. Is that who, who says that? Eh, you I, hear I it like I don't think that's true at all. I mean, uh, you no, know, if 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 you know John Cena will tell you one thing, and if, if if the Roman Reigns will tell you one thing, it's like this this is the business. The business is you build to one guy. You make one guy your your big star. You hope this one guy Hulk Hogan, you know uh, Steve Austin, John Cena draws you money. Mm-hmm. That that's it. So when people are frustrated with with Super Cena, hey man, I remember being like seven years old and like thinking like man, a little too much Hulk Hogan guys sure, at sure. seven. You know. I was rooted for the bad guys against Hogan. Hogan just wasn't yeah. my guy. Yeah, WrestleMania four when he goes to a, to a, 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 a no contest with Andre the Giant and still like poses for five minutes afterwards. It's like, come on, this is excessive. And I mm-hmm. knew that, you know, whatever at, at that age. But that's the business. The business is, hey, you, you build up an underneath heel to put over a mid card baby face to put over a top heel to put over John Cena. That's what you do. Okay, here's my new segment for backstage. They're all talk shows. This, for, one, this, this is all backstage. Yeah, it's all backstage. Well, what about the live live audience? Yeah, what's so, in the, the audience? This, okay, so we'll do it in ring. Okay. This <laughs> Much more complicated to do okay, stuff in ring. Don't worry about it. This one's called... <laughs> I love it. I love it. You like this confidence? Yeah. This one's called Seven-Year-Old Smark, and <laughs> <laughs> he comes in. He's got all lines from the writers, uh, but also his own charm, you know, like that little red-headed kid from Ellen, sure, Noah. Sure, And uh, he comes in, and then he just, like, interviews the wrestlers with all stuff that, like, the real cynical, like, 40-year-old dudes are saying... Um, and then, you know, the wrestlers got to react and some of them are better than others. They just got to react like All off the cuff. All of my premises yeah. are, and then the wrestlers got to react and some will sink and some will swim. You're going to have a lot of people sinking. <laughs> no, no offense to anybody, you know, but uh, it's just, yeah, it's just not everybody's forte. from comedy you know? and like pretty much everybody's good on the mic. Yeah. You think, so? yeah. And, yeah. but I, th- I think it's, it's interesting too. Cause like having us both done like backstage stuff for AAW, there's a lot of times where before we'll record and they're like, um, what, what do you want me to say? And like, you know, just say like. You're, you're, you can't wait to get back in the ring with Jimmy Jacobs and get your revenge. And Saturday at the Berwyn Eagles Club, you're going to be, you know, like you've, a side of you you've never seen before. And they're like, okay, and action. They're like, Jimmy Jacobs, I can't wait to get my revenge. Saturday at the Eagles Club, you're going to see a side of you you've never seen before. Is that okay? It's like, yeah, wow, yeah. you literally just said everything that Dr. Yeah. Keith said. But I think, and one thing Sarah sort of, I think with all the like talk shows and this and that, <laughs> we notice Pizazz. you watch, uh, up, up, down, down, or you watch Ride Along, or Table or for Renee's Three, or Renee's old talk show, and you're just like, I know this person better in this 10, 15, 20-minute show than I've known them for watching them on WWE for five years. Like we want to see them do a little bit of like, who are you? Great. But also not too much. Like It's fun Great. to see like MJF doing his like still being MJF. But like it's also fun to see, you know, like Dean Ambrose just in a car, like annoyed that they're still driving. Like I like those little nuances. Yeah, and I, I think that that that's a fair point. And uh, on Vince's show, he doesn't have a whole lot of that. Uh, I, I think uh, part of the reason is all right. So you do maybe like a sit down interview or do do something like that. Um, now you're talking about 15 minutes of it. I mean, that's a really long segment. Seven year old Smarks only seven minutes long. Uh, but, but, <laughs> of but, you, but you know, uh, an interview like that, if you're talking like a, a 10 minute segment, that's, that's 10 minutes plus commercial on each side that the live event audience is sitting on their hands. Uh, so, so that's something that, that's, at that point, seven year old Smark is handing out candy to people d- d- during that. Part yeah. Of the yeah. Show. Yeah. Spotlights on set and saying all this like witty stuff. And you're like, wow, why is this kid so good? I don't know, but he exists or she. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, or she. Um, and the other aspect of that is uh, so so cool. You can, you can do that for for one week with this guy, or or one week with this guy, or one week with this guy. I think there should be more of it on Raw. I do. I, I absolutely do. Uh, but eventually, these guys also have to be in the ring. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. That's the thing when people say, oh, man, like these, these like sit down interviews are so good. They help me get to know somebody so much. And I agree 100%. But then you also have to look at, all right, I have three hours to, to uh, of Raw and I only have X amount of stars. And if I have Seth Rollins just sitting backstage just on the show, okay, maybe I can do that for this week. Uh, but he's, he's got to be in the ring. You know? Yeah, there's got to be like, is there some sort of calendar where it's like, this is how often this person's been in the ring, like almost like a star calendar so that they can keep track of like who's been on, who's been off? Uh, No, 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 no. There was much. once like a continuity editor. Like a raw historian. There was like a kind of like, oh, oh but they maybe. used to, I remember uh, either reading about it in a book or some Meltzer might have talked about it. There was a guy who worked there and he kind of had a giant board in his office and it was like, oh, they feuded with them and they... That's you know, really God, fun. yeah, no, nobody remembers that. Could you imagine? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I know. Uh, hey, hey, sir, what if we, uh, you know, Undertaker is coming back? Uh, what if we have uh, Undertaker team with Kane for this, Kane um, for this match? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. No, nobody even remembers that they're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> so going back nobody? to like Becky again, because she's, she's the hot, right. the hottest one in the company she's right so now. Um, wow, she's I still, didn't know she's, your she's, she's so strong. She's still dating that guy. What? No, no. I'm saying the no, superstar wise. No, no? Superstar okay. wise, she's the hottest. What I'm saying is, uh, does everybody start? Okay, if tomorrow, you know, the wrestler Sarah here uh, becomes the hottest thing on the planet, does everyone like treat her different? Is it yeah, weirder now? Is it like because we wonder if like. Her, if Becky and Charlotte are just like still just like oh this is fun or Charlotte's a little like hey, you're getting all that TV time and is there I mean obviously there's got to be jealousy or whatever but it just their everyday the life dynamic. with the company does it all change is it just kind of like you're on the fast track now you come with us um I, I, I don't exactly know, and I know that that's not the answer you want here. Uh, I mean, certainly when somebody is hotter, uh, everybody's going to be more on hands. More FaceTime with Vince. Yeah, and just more, you know. You're the priority. The, the, the producers are going to, you know, are, are going to be on you more, and the writers are going to be there uh, to assist you more, because, I mean, that is a priority. You know, if the company's going to make money, they're going to make money off that uh, person in particular. Yeah, of course, there's going to be more resources allocated to them. Yeah, because that's got to be wild when. You know, you're you you want to be part of the show. You want to be a bigger part of the show. Then it starts happening, and then you're like, oh shit! And then yeah. obviously the money rolls in, so everything happy. changes. She and I are gonna write a screenplay together. Sarah and her are gonna write a screenplay Great. together. I'll, I'll come in too. I'll um, look over your shoulders while yeah, you do that, yeah, yeah. if you don't mind. Were there were there any sort of like um, outside projects, non uh, children's game show related uh, things like with the network and anything like that? Did you ever have any ideas for shows or ideas? I mean, like we, story time. We were we were tasked to you know come up with stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. Just all the time of like, hey, just send in five ideas for the WWE Network shows, and God, I could do uh, that. Yeah, so I mean, remotely. No. What were your What were some of your ideas? <sighs> I had uh, what I, I thought like, what would I really want to see? And what I really wanted to see was a day in the life of Vince McMahon. I was for like, sure that, that would be yeah. so for sure so fascinating. Yeah. You know, I I was around him enough, but uh, you know, I was, it was far from his inner circle, and I don't really know him like as a person in in the way outside of uh, what we did. Uh, the other the other idea I remember I had uh, was to have a. Uh, like uh, uh, like a Mr. Kendrick's neighborhood mm -hmm. with Brian Kendrick and uh, and puppets and where it was kind of like Sesame Street where uh, like he would have neighbors with like the Iron Sheik over here <laughs> and Rusev over there and he would tell you know kid like moral of uh, the story you know like kids uh, give kids morals and all that sort of stuff uh, th through through this. Uh, this this puppet land, which of course would be far far too much production for for the place. Uh, but I thought in general, uh, because you know the way parenting is nowadays, a lot of times you just sit your kids in front of the TV. I thought it would be uh, beneficial for WWE to have uh, on the 
uh, on the W Network, a, just a, a children's For section sure. where this is all, you know, parentally approved child. Uh, Smart. Yeah. Yeah. We have lots of uh, uh, people whose kids are huge wrestling fans. Yeah. If and you just want to stick them in front of the TV yeah. to, to, to parent them, uh, you can do that. Then there's bad. Mr. Yeah. Kendrick's neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, hey. Well, if, or give them apps, little little apps, you know, sure. like match, but dress up Asuka, dress up, you know, point and click. There could be so many like like iPad kid apps that are friendly and then also wrestling. And then it's like, oh, my favorite's this one. I'm going to do this paper doll or like I'm going to build a fin that, you know, is like a jack in the box. There you go. Man, does this lady have ideas? I have so many. They're, they're you get Jimmy ideas. in a room with hey, me and all my ideas you, come out. You should, uh, you should uh, send a resume to WWE. Is, you want to be a writer there? I don't want to move to Stanford. Stanford? I want okay. to do it remote. Yeah, I mean, you, you would be great there. You'd be great there. <laughs> is, there is there any weird metrics that we don't know of how they sort of gauge like, oh, we're going to start we're gonna start pushing Peter the Cat? Uh, I mean, no, the metric is Vince likes you. That's it. That's the, I yeah. mean, when it comes down sure. to Sure, yeah. but I mean, there's no like if, if tomorrow – uh, somebody's like, hey, I've been looking at the ratings, and whenever you know, uh, Kurt Hawkins gets in the rings, the ratings go through no, the ceiling. No, what, what I found was that, and I don't want to speak disparagingly of Vince in this way, but uh, Vince would use the metrics he wanted to use to to justify, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if 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 the. Uh, during the social media report, which we had at the production meetings, where they read off some sentiment of the social media uh, of Raw, if it was something that uh, he disagreed with, he would dismiss it as the vocal minority. Yeah. If it was something he agreed with, he would look around, look at Hunter, and be like, "See, I told it's you." It's weird. It's almost <laughs> it's it's weird. It's almost like something Trump would do, um, which is so interesting that they're buds. Uh, yeah, that's I I wonder about that sometimes if there is some weird like you know thing where you're just like. Looking, you're like, whoa, this is weird. I mean, I, I wish there, I wish it was that simple. There was one metric yeah. you look at and 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 say, oh, 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 this every week uh, for ratings or or this for the merchandise. But there's so many factors. Even just the merchandise is like, all right, they bring X amount of shirts to live events. They bring like seven different John Cena shirts, mm-hmm. seven different Roman Reigns shirts, and like one of everybody else. So is that a very good uh, indicator? Or hey, the nine o'clock hour that the ring spiked. Well, is that just because it's nine o'clock, or is because Marty DeRosa was on there? Yeah, because like, right, you know, Marty was on there. Did what do you what do you think about this uh, this notion that some people have where if like if you get over on your own like right like Zack Ryder back in the day everyone's like they don't like that is that I mean how would you not want your employees to try to get over on their own? Um, I mean it's certainly conceivable to to sort of quote unquote get over on sure. your own and then. You know, and like, what does that even? You know, what, I mean, what yeah. That, what does that even what does mean? That mean? At some point, fans are start saying, "We want Ryder. We sure. want Ryder." Okay, you can ignore that. You can does say that hurt that, Ryder or help Ryder? I don't think it hurts him. No, I mean, okay. did, did it hurt his career to to be in all those stories once once he once he did that? Absolutely not. Being there with John Cena, no. I mean, that was that was that was real stuff. Uh, but it's a matter of like, okay, it's getting this many hits. Like, what does that really mean? Right. And that's that's the thing with metrics. Like, what do any of them really mean? I mean. Uh, uh, AJ Styles gets a massive reaction when he debuted. Massive Because Vince thought people might not know who he was at the Rumble. But uh, the day after the Rumble, yeah. Vince said, nobody knows who he is. But they all went crazy at the Rumble. The music. But, but Marty, yeah. you have to understand that supporting the WWE in a live event, it's the most expensive way to do so. So that's only our most diehard audience. Oh, I see. Oh. Again, yeah. using facts to sort of... Well, I mean... But there's truth to it. Sure, I mean, okay, sure. Royal Rumble, uh, a lot of diehard fans are at the yeah. Royal Rumble. Or like so, the day I mean, after Mania or whatever, and, you and kind so, of can't really you know, credit. Does, this... does Kevin Dunn's son know who AJ Styles is? Not the day after the Royal Rumble. He didn't know Interesting. who he was. So, uh, Nicholas didn't know who Braun was until the night he tagged with him. Okay. That's true. I don't know why. All of a sudden, I've had a real resurgence of bringing up Nicholas. 
Hey, you're having a yeah, you're having a real uh, Nicholas Renaissance <laughs> yeah. here as we're interviewing Jimmy. Um, do you think uh, do you think Vince with the XFL coming will kind of step aside and go? No. You guys handle the wrestling thing. No, Vince Vince will. I don't think just from what I've seen, I don't think Vince will step aside uh, ever. Uh, until he absolutely has to, uh, and man, that it's his show, man. It's his prerogative to do yeah. that. Uh, will he be forced to sort of choose? I mean, will he have? To, will he be forced to kind of like delegate some? I mean, yeah. Look, man, there's a lot of SmackDowns that Vince didn't come to, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes Hunter wasn't there either. You know, when I first got there, there was a Tough Enough that 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 taped on Tuesdays in Orlando. So Vince, Hunter, and Kevin Dunn were all weren't there for like 10 weeks wow so like road dog, road dog is in charge yeah, yeah road dog crazy crazy that road dog's like the number three i'm guy. telling you there's nights there's guy. nights where i'll just watch shoot interviews all night <laughs> and i'll catch some of those old drug fueled new age yeah, outlaws man. ones and i'm like that guy's in charge yeah, now that's totally. crazy he's, he's such an adult now it's crazy it's do you, awesome do you he's, he's uh sober, what, like 10 years yeah 10, 12, what do you think of him going 10? back and forth with people on twitter like defending the product you, you and know stuff? uh i I don't see a need to argue with people mm-hmm. over Twitter. I mean, if that's what he wants. I to thought do. you. I thought the Alvarez uh, you handled it very well, and I think you're always your Twitter presence is very graceful. Oh, thank you. And well, I, I wasn't. That. I wasn't trying to argue. Right, with and it was just like just pointing this out. And and yeah. you you brought up a lot of points during this conversation, and it's the same thing too. When I'd watch uh, wrestling with Cabana or Punk, when he said he didn't watch wrestling, but he really was. Um, <laughs> It was always interesting when they would point stuff out and you're like, oh, yeah, this is your job. You Like I can watch stand-up and be like, man, I wouldn't have done that. I would have done this or whatever. But like it's always interesting to get that point of view of like you – know, like you said, well, now what do you do or whatever. We're just like watching this match and I'm like, wow, this is great. And they're just like, that's so – you know, like yeah, they're doing that old old trick or whatever. Yeah, you know, the, the, the devil's in the details when you're, when you're, when you're writing the shows because um, it, it's one thing to come up with, you know, very general ideas. I mean, that, that's, that's, I think, what a lot of what people online, uh, that's what they think. You know, all you have to do is do X, Y, and Z. It's all, almost like ideology of, of what wrestling should be like. Okay, great. You know, mm-hmm. yes, I want to live in a utopia too. Now, how do we achieve that utopia? Through socialism? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, probably not. It didn't work, work very well last time. You know, through, through uh, you know, free market capitalism, I mean, it's doing okay, but like, like, there's a lot of people that are displaced. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm, I don't want. Can I just? It's not apples to apples, of course. Uh, you know, uh, the government and uh, writing wrestling. But I'm saying there's a lot of components to mm-hmm. it, and, and like everything has has a has a moving part. So once you start getting into the details, it's like, okay, cool. That sounds like a cool idea. But like, how does the segment end? Is everybody just gonna stand there? I can't just stand Are there. you going to look off into the distance <laughs> right. holding the microphone? Why, why do the announcers do that one? <laughs> uh, like when they when they interview somebody, then they just look off. Um, like you can't just go back to you, Michael. Yeah, I don't know. Unbelievable. That, yeah. Wow. What what are the um what are some of the not constraints, but when you got to impact, were you thinking like, oh, this will be a piece of cake? But then you find out they have their own sort of. No, I I, I never I never thought it was a piece of cake. I, I respect for 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 what this is uh, be, because I did it because I understood uh, very early on. Um, even without the Vince factor in there. And, and it, look, it's a huge thing. It, it, it does account for a lot. Of it things. looms over everything it, Yes, there. don't get me wrong. Like, the show would be a lot different with Vince. Now, it's his show. He can do what he wants. Um, uh, but I recognize the job is very, very hard. It's very, very hard uh, with, with no constraints to write, like, a cool three-hour show every week. Mm-hmm. I mean, man... I would see some people online still like talk about oh twenty writers is too much yeah. and, or I explained the 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 process on Alvarez's show and I heard oh that that man that sounds so complicated it's like yeah man like doing three hours of live raw every week 
two hours of live SmackDown, an hour of 205 Live, uh, an hour of NXT uh, every single week. That's, what is that? That's seven hours right there every week of in-arena original content. Plus, when I was there, we were doing two pay-per-views a month. Now, they at least do one pay-per-view a month. Now, mm-hmm. they're doing Saudi Arabia and things like that. So, you're talking about, on average, uh, over eight hours of in-arena original content a week. Plus, like, oh, you know, plus, like, you know, main event and, and, and whatever else. Uh, that, that, that's another almost hour right there. Uh, and then whatever else on, on dot com the writers might be tasked with or whatever. And you're traveling all over the country doing this. Yeah, and, and, or the world, so, oh, traveling all over the world so if doing you, this. If you're, if you're telling me four guys can do, maybe four guys could do that, uh, they wouldn't have any lives whatsoever and the show would be far less produced. Maybe if it was your show, you want it to be less produced, but like, uh, for, for what we were tasked for, mm-hmm. the idea that four writers, uh, could do it it's 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 insanity do you to think that. look back in the past and how like it used to just be like vince and pritchard and patterson or dusty would just you know book everything in the nwa or whatever like is that crazy that they used to do I it mean, that way it, it was a different time you know th- th- things have evolved yeah and, and you can't i mean you can try to go backwards but like i guess uh, yeah like I, one thing i when i watch like you know and people could mention cornet or whatever but with some of the older wrestlers i'm just like yeah, man, but when you were doing this, people thought it was real. That's like a whole yeah. other aspect I mean, to it. More, more people did. I mean, certainly people have known for, for, for many, many years that, that wrestling isn't real. Of course, the suspension of disbelief may be, may be a little different. It was also, hey, man, a lot of times you're talking about a one-hour show mm-hmm. with all job matches. And hey, and, yeah. and, and, and the, the business model was different. It's like, hey, the TV is solely a commercial for the live events. You don't right. give away anything on the TV. It's just a commercial for the live events. And then it became, okay, now we're going to do these, these, these mega shows, these, you know, Star uh, Starcade or, mm-hmm. or, or, or WrestleMania, and so it's, it's both the live events and these these big shows. And now their their biggest WWE's biggest uh, source of in, uh, income is the TV. Mm-hmm. So the idea that you, you know you don't give away things on TV, no, 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 you 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 put more into your TV than the pay per views. Uh, more people in, are watching in a, in a certain manner of speaking, and you're making more money off it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, it's just a, it's, a, it's a different business, man, and it's it's a lot more content. And I think it's I think it's a thing, too, is like I'm I'm 41 now and I know it can't all just be for me. And I can't look at old stuff and go, why isn't it like, you know, WWE Saturday night? Why can't, you know, someone walk over to a podium and then cut a cool promo or something like that? You could. You could. could. Sure. You know, and there's nothing wrong with with something like that. Uh, I mean, WWE uh, tries to have, you know, whatever higher production values uh, than just, hey, walk over. But walking over a podium, I think that's completely acceptable. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be hard to have, you know, job matches uh, for for. You know, do you think there's a place at all for maybe a couple on the show? Sure. Yeah, you, you can, but you just have to weigh it, man. You have to weigh it and say like, okay, so I'm gonna have this job match. Uh, so certainly a jobber, nobody knows who the jobber mm-hmm. is against this new guy coming in. Okay, nobody knows who this new guy is coming in is. So for four minutes, I'm gonna ask people to watch a t- uh, TV uh, where they don't know anybody on the TV. Mm-hmm. Okay, like that's fine. You can do that, but better be good. But right, dude. But do it sparingly. Do it knowing that like, hey. Uh, the rating's gonna drop for that, and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to eat this during this segment because this is what you need to do. You need to get this guy over by having him do job matches. That's fine, but just recognize what you're doing. Yeah, and you can only do that for so long, and then. Right. But I mean, you also you have. Uh, or maybe not. Or maybe you can do all, all sure. job matches, and the rating, w- w- ratings go up. I don't know. I'm just saying this is sort of uh, what what the data showed when I was there, and the thought process behind behind. Uh, so is that where like a uh, is that where like a, a a Kurt Hawkins comes into play, where it's like you got a guy who's great in the ring, can make people look awesome, people know who he is, 
So if he loses, it's not you know you can you gotta have people who play different right you, different you, roles. You have to make somebody and then you use that guy you make. You use him to make other people. That, that when that's you the, when you were when you were there or with Impact, has there ever been a time where you're just like that's the guy and they're like no 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 don't even worry about that guy. Um, as far as like protecting somebody, no yeah, it was just like we should really that's so, that's somebody that we should do something with. And they're I like mean, nah. I, uh, um, man, I'm trying to think of uh, um, anybody that they've really just been like, eh, nah, about. I mean, honestly, man, when I was in WWE, uh, what, I, what I found is mostly the guys were pretty much in the right spots. Really? You know, the, I, I, they're, they're, maybe Neville. Neville was a guy that was like, man, this guy really needs to be featured more than he is. And he eventually was on 205 Live. But rarely was it like, oh, man, this is just a, this is just a miscarriage of justice. This guy should be a, a world champion. He's, he's yeah. complete. Because you, you start to work with these guys and you realize, okay, this is this, this guy's deficiency. This is about where, where he should be. He should be a mid-level guy. It sort of wins sometimes, loses sometimes. A guy that, you know, you know Bo Dallas is probably underused, too. I, mm-hmm. I think he was pretty good. And, uh, but Do he, he ended, up, he ended up coming around, right? Yeah. Do you, you know, do you think after a while it's sort of like how how much somebody is being pushed is sort of how much they give into it? I, do you think sometimes some people are just like, okay, you're not going to push me. I'm just going to do whatever. I'm not going to be in the best shape in the world and I'm not going to you know, go go out there and, and go crazy. Like you just no. kind of – I get it. You don't like me. I'm good. I don't know if there's a whole lot of guys that I found. Granted, I wasn't in the locker room, so I, mm-hmm. I, I can't I can't speak to uh, for people. But mostly, people were, they were very hungry, and the people that uh, weren't being used were I think were more frustrated about it than were like I, I give up uh, about it. Um, but I, I do think, man, I, I think, and we're living in, in now in 2019, and I think uh, there's. We've definitely seen now the cream rises to the top, man. If mm-hmm. you are good and you're consistently good and you're connecting with people, like you're gonna get yours, man. Yeah, you can't like, keep how, people down now. Dude, like how, how many of our friends have become millionaires? Yeah, dude? I mean, it's wild. Real, it's wild to know people that yeah used right. to share a car with or it, lend money to, and now they're yep. million, like literally millionaires, millionaires, which is crazy. It is crazy. And and you know, and ten years ago, the thought was like, oh, W doesn't care about these independent wrestlers. But ten years ago, it was like, yeah, man. Who are they going to get? Yeah. Who's it going to be? All those guys, all those muscle guys with the back tattoos are all I mean, gone. God bless them. Yeah. And, you know, and some of them came up, man. Some did well and nothing begrudging against them. I remember sitting in a McDonald's in Glasgow with Sami Zayn, you know, 10 years ago and talking about this with them. I'm like, someday it's going to be us, man, because who else is it going to be? Yeah. Who else are they going to get? They can look all around, but guess what? They're going to come to the guys that eventually, that, you know, I was like, it's, it's, it's going to start with Punk, man. Punk was, he, God bless him, man. He was the first guy that, you know, real like independent wrestler the guy you know wasn't in wcw wasn't mm-hmm. in ecw that that after all the those, first those one of you guys who right, broke first, through like, ring of honor guy that was like this is just an indie guy and they hired him like, he's, he'll, yeah he's the king of the indies but he'll never be that here mm-hmm. and you know what man and he showed that company that you can be if, if you're a guy that knows how to get over anywhere you can get over anywhere and you yeah. can be a long-term a viable long-term investment and that's what they've started to do it started to show that there is no greater value that a talent can have than the ability to get themselves over anywhere they go yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's something that's all the guys hunters that's so up. wild. Where it's like, and you you mentioned uh, back when it was punk, all like all of you guys. I remember you just you bring a friend to a show who's not a huge wrestling fan, and there's just certain wrestlers who people come out and they're just like, "Who's that who's guy? Who's know? she?" They just you know you just it's that it that you talk about, and and you, yeah, it is hard to sort of keep those keep those people down. Yep. Do you think it's going to be weird, uh, like twenty thirty years from now, like shoot interviews with like? Everybody who's around now old being like, oh, I was supposed to 
get the two get the cruiserweight title and 205 live like space monkey shoot interview yeah (laughs) it's gonna be weird i think it's gonna be so interesting like yeah 20 years from now to see that yeah man scott dawson shoot interview yeah it's our high spots yeah And, and it's cool and it's cool to look around and see guys you know you don't know, man. Guys, you know him for years and years, and it's like, hey, we were kids then, and we're we're the we're the adults now. Yeah, and, you know, forget my fingernail polish just got done today. So I'm like, it's nice. very nice. I was nice. gonna yeah, ask, do nice, you do your own or do you go out and get your no, nails no, done? This is like, uh, it's like a chrome. It looks like uh, a cicada yeah, or like a nice. one of those beetles. Uh, everybody at home can just take our words for it. Um, but yeah, dude, it's awesome. And then now, uh, sort of to wrap wrap things up or whatever. Uh, what do you what do you what well, do you think's the, gonna happen? I thought the who's who, who? oh Nathan. What? You want, you oh, wanted to be interviewed. yeah, Nathan. I'll ask you a couple questions. Oh, okay. Nathan's gonna uh, round out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he'll he'll We're have almost done with the Marty and Sarah. He'll have the final right. questions. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean. Uh, do you think, you know, obviously this will be a big year with all the new new stuff and people jumping around and everything like that. Um, do you think that uh, that things are, are going to change a little bit or do you think this, you know, competition will sort of change things up a little bit? It, it, it very well could. And knowing what I what I know of Vince, and I'm not saying it's a ton, I, I feel like when he has his back against a wall, the wall, I mean, just knowing what I what I just what I observed of him when I was there, uh, it really I really felt that like, man, the attitude era happened because he had his back against. The yeah, because he was he was the, the, the Steve Austin, Vince McMahon man like dynamic on tv i think it's very much how vince you know vince wants that like oh there's my guy you know mm-hmm. that's what a champion looks like uh you know that's you know like charlotte flair like if, you, if you're a, if you're a woman that's who you should strive to be charlotte flair mm-hmm. uh which is great you know it's awesome but like that's like that's his guy um you know very very much what you expect uh so i i i think he'll react differently when uh when his back's up against the wall um if it if it is if, if, there, it does, if there's yeah. real competition look man I think we don't want to talk about change dude I watched the uh, the latest being the elite that aired on uh, the January first mm-hmm. man and I watched it and I was like man this is this is so good yeah I was like this is like like uh, you know I, I think I knew what was, it was what the end of it was going to be mm-hmm. but the way they built it it was entertaining and the anticipation I was like man I was watching it's like man this is this is good shit yeah. man. And, I, and I don't know what the business model of uh, all elite wrestling is going to be I don't know if they're going to have a TV show I don't know if they're gonna need a tv show i mean that 15 minutes is, is pretty damn good i mean can can that sustain a uh you know like a a live event tour with any sort of regularity i don't know these are all questions that are going to be answered here in the next uh, year or so yeah we and and I heard they're yesterday. i heard they're doing a game show uh yeah, oh seven year old smart yeah i know a good host yeah there you go all right uh jimmy before we hand it over to uh nathan from nathan's wrestling review uh we want to thank you uh for doing the show thanks for listening to all our ideas and coming over and hanging out at our apartment and being our friend. Oh, thank you. I'm uh, just just a buddy to you guys. Uh, how can how can how can? Uh... He's been doing Jimmy's voice this whole time. Yeah, right. That's just me. Yeah, Jimmy's not here. That's me. I've got a really good Jimmy Jacobs. Uh, Jimmy, how can people uh, get a hold of you or follow you on all these social media platforms? I mean, you can follow me if you see me at a show. Just like trail right behind me. Say hi. Uh, Ducks in a... a fucking row. Yeah, with man. A zombie princess. Give give me a hug. And uh, yeah, give me a nice hug and uh, say hi. Or if you want to tweet me, it's Jimmy Jacobs X or Instagram Jimmy Jacobs X. Sometimes I go on. I, I deleted the apps from my phone. There you go. So, uh, you know. Whatever. All right, Nathan, come ask Jimmy a couple questions. All right, Jimmy, thank you for uh, being on Nathan's Wrestling Review. Now this is now my podcast. Uh, 
Uh, first of all, how how would uh, how would somebody like like me get into uh, writing wrestling? I think I could do this. Uh, my advice to people that want to get into writing wrestling, I mean, you're really talking about a, a very finite number of jobs. Yes. So uh, your WB is the place you're going to okay. write wrestling. So okay. uh, start writing something. Okay. Because you want to hand them a resume that says, hey, I'm a writer. So whether that's writing on a blog or uh, write a, a spec script or a prospective, prospective movie script. Okay. Uh, just write. Okay. I have, a, a, I have a spec script for the Marine. Uh, it stars Becky Lynch, and uh, she shaves her head because she's in the military. It's like GI Jane, but it's just, but it's Becky, and then the, she has to go back to Ireland to fight bad guys. I think it sounds brilliant. Yeah, so uh, pass that along uh, for me then too. It's called it's called uh, the Marine uh, T O O because she's also Marine for the for the military, for but not our military for the Ire- Ireland military, I I, the that. Irish Army. Fidley could be in there too. He could be her dad, maybe. I don't know. Who? Fit Fidley. Oh, you ever hear of him? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, Jimmy, uh, what could what could people expect out of Jimmy Jacobs in 2019? Uh, expectations are overrated. Everybody should try to uh, kill all expectations in their life so as to be not disappointed with anything. Uh, That's so. what my manager at, at Staples says to be often. Yeah. Don't, don't have any expectations, then you right. won't get let down. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's a great thing to live by. Okay. Uh. Okay. Uh, uh, do you like wrestling still? Uh, you know, uh, enough to make it my uh, livelihood, enough to get dedicate my life to it. But, uh, do I watch it every every Monday? No, I don't even have cable. Do I watch it every Tuesday? No, do I watch it at all? I mean, wow. Yeah, you heard it here first. Jimmy you, you doesn't watch, watch wrestling way. anymore. I watch some of it sometimes. I watch I watch Impact every week. Oh yeah. yeah. What's the, What's the new network that it's going to be on? Uh, Pursuit Channel. Pursuit yep. Channel. Starting uh starting. Next week, uh, January is it 10th? Is that Friday at 10 p.m.? You heard it here first. I mean, Impact first. Wrestling got the Pursuit Channel. Or 11th, 11th, January 11th. I'll buy, I'll I'll Sarah fact check it. Okay. She'll she'll let she'll let you know. Uh, very good, Jimmy. Uh, I want to thank you for being on my podcast. That, that's and, it. Uh, well, that I don't a, have a lot of time because we have any, to go to Sarah's improv you show. You don't have any like hard hitting questions. To uh, I, thought, I thought you knew everything, Nathan. Well, I mean, I I we could talk off air. I don't want to get too much Come into on, it or Nathan. whatever. Uh, do you think Dave Meltzer's overrated? I, I think Dave's great. Do you think? Do, do you do you uh, do you think there is a, a actual metric of rating matches? Uh, it's just personal opinion. Uh, hey, Nathan, were you yeah. the one that tweeted me and told me that Rod doesn't need to be sixteen segments? Because I had mentioned that on, on Alvarez. No, podcast. that was my friend Ken. Okay, yeah, Ken, that was my Ken friend was Ken. Like, hey, Rod doesn't need to be sixteen seconds. Yeah. and I just want to clarify. You can, you can tell your friend Ken uh, it does because it has fifteen commercial breaks, so that's sixteen segments of TV. So there, uh, well, there you go. Something new every day. There you go. Have you ever met Todd Chrisley? Yeah, yeah, I did. You did? <laughs> we did a, a no. Wait, no. No, it wasn't Chrisley. I'm uh, sorry. It was some other guy that had a show on, on USA. Ugh. We did a backstage with him and uh, Neville one time. Oh, yeah. man. That would have been great. It wasn't Todd Chrisley. Yeah. But I might, I might have met him. Do you think Vince knows who Todd Chrisley is? No clue. That would be real fun to show with those two in a car. I ride along with Todd Chrisley and Vince McMahon. Hey, man. You should pitch it. You should, yeah. You should, you should Look at me already having better send, ideas than Sarah. <laughs> right, you should send WWE a script with that in it. Okay. Just, the, at, just WWE at WWE.com. That's it. At Vince, w- what's at- Vince's email? Is it like simple? <laughs> Is it like Vince McMahon at gmail.com? No. Every, everybody. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I, would pre- I would appreciate it. I'm going to send him my stuff. I'm going to bypass... The, you know how you said hang out in the writer's room? I'm just going to hang out in Vince's office. That's the way to get fired. Uh, and see what happens. <laughs> well, he'll notice me, so we'll see about that. He'll, he'll, he'll be like, ooh, this new guy, he's got an attitude. He's got ruthless aggression. I like it. 
That's what I would do. First day, I would just, I, like I would, it. Just, I would fire him, Dave. First day, I'd sneeze in his face, and I go, "What now? I got your, <laughs> now I got your attention." And uh, then I think that would be the the good the, the the move from there. What's right. this Kevin Dunn's deal? I like Kevin Dunn, yeah. man. and he's got a bad rap, and I heard he's cooled down uh, okay. since, since uh, you know, in the time he likes, I've known him. He likes blonde girls with big boobs, I heard. <laughs> Who doesn't, man? <laughs> Whoa. Controversial. I, I like, I, you know, yeah. women are beautiful, okay? Isn't that all right? Okay. All right, Nathan. Thank wow. you for having okay. me on the show. Got weird at the end yeah. here. <laughs> the quote of the day, Jimmy Jacobs likes blonde girls with big boobs. I guess we all, well, I don't know if all of us do. I like um I like darker hair and uh and uh you know fun 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 size you know what I mean not really big not like we're like oh brother but like the ones where there I work with this one lady uh, and she's real nice I gotta get out of here okay you know what right, I'm gonna thanks, co- edit that last part out uh Jimmy Jacobs thank you so much for being on Nathan's Wrestling Review I've been your host Nathan stay tuned uh I'm gonna have an eight hour review of Wrestle Kingdom 13 coming up we're gonna break each match down move by move I'm gonna give all the ratings you can uh, you can you can stand. Uh, remember, uh, I am part of the Wrestling Observer Empire. I have, I have Dave, uh, seal of approval. And Jimmy Jacobs, you have my seal of approval. Thank you for doing the podcast. Bye, everybody. This is the end.